Hello and welcome into the Main Street Preps Podcast. I'm your host, Russell Venozzi, and I'm glad you've joined us today. Our guest is Clay County boys basketball coach Rob Edwards. His team just won the Class A state title with a 62-52 win over Memphis Academy of Health Sciences last Saturday at MTSU. It's the Bulldogs' first gold ball in program history after 10 other state tournament trips ended in disappointment. We caught up with Coach Edwards to talk about that game, the play of Mr. Basketball Grant Strong, what the win means to the Salina community, and how Clay County could be good again next season. Here we go. We are joined now by Clay County coach Rob Edwards, who just helped his school do its first boys basketball state title last weekend. Coach, has this had a chance to sink in yet? Can you believe that you guys are a state champion? Well, it's still just a a little surreal, I suppose. You know, the the community seems to understand it pretty well because we're we're getting congratulated on a a regular basis, uh, which is is great for all these kids. Uh, but, um, you know, really the, the first opportunity I've had to sit down and watch the game was last night at home. And watching is, is a different experience than being there on the sidelines. Yeah, what struck you about watching the game and getting to see that over again? I know that was probably a little bit of a blur last Saturday. It, it was. Um, really just, just, I guess, that first four minutes of the game, uh, how badly we uh, how badly we played, really. And, uh, you know, to be able, for these guys to be able to, uh, to come back and, just uh, chip away at that lead and, and be back in it and actually hold the lead at halftime. That's that may be the most amazing thing uh, to me. And then the the little run there uh, in the fourth quarter that that stretched out to 13 uh, when we started feeling pretty confident about our chances. Uh, you know those those two moments there really really stood out to me. Yeah, it really wasn't looking good there at the beginning, but you guys were able to to come back thanks in part to a big offensive run there and later in the first half and in the second half, too. But this was Clay County's 11th appearance at the state tournament. I know you've been part of many of those, including the 2020 birth for that tournament that was eventually canceled by the pandemic. And, of course, you guys were the runner-up in 2017 despite a 40-point performance from Mr. Basketball Tyreek Key. Having fallen short all those times, I mean, does that make you appreciate winning it all even more? It does. Uh, just speaking on my behalf, being there on the sidelines and, and, and coaching those games, I, I learned a lot from the experience itself and, and I feel like that, that I was able to pass that along to, to some of these players uh, just the you know for example being down 14 to 2 and and just remaining calm and on that stage and, and being able to chip away at that one possession at a time I, I think uh, you know that's that's one of the things that uh, those prior experiences really helped helped me with a lot and I, I was able to help them with I hope when the season started, there was quite a bit of uncertainty. Nobody was really sure exactly how uh, COVID would affect the games or if the season would even be able to be completed at all. That aside, when you were taking a look at your team there in those early weeks during practice and the first few weeks of games, I mean, did you think you could have a championship caliber team on your hands if, if everything went well? Most of the season, I felt like last year's team was better suited to make a run at a championship than this year's team. Actually, it was after Christmas when we started playing pretty well and, and really once the district tournament started before I really felt like before I had some confidence that we could make a run and, and, and maybe win the whole thing you know early on uh, there were a lot of questions but uh, these guys all managed to step up and, and fill those roles and, and, and get the job done the Bulldogs certainly peaked at the right time then and a big reason why was Mr. Basketball Grant Strong he was also named the state tournament MVP in addition to winning the state championship 
scored 31 points per game this season. Doesn't get a whole lot better than that, Coach. And he's only a junior, too, so you get him back next year. What can you say about Grant and, and how much he meant to your team's success this year? Well, I think the obvious thing about Grant is his scoring. Uh, you know, obviously, that's a lot. He counted for probably 50% of our offense on most nights. And, um, you know, but the thing about him is he's a great teammate as well. You know, he, uh, he distributes the ball well. He leads our team in rebounds. He leads our team in assists. And, um, you know, he's a, he's a likable guy. He he has a great attitude as far as, you know, I mean, he, it would be easy for him to be a, to not be a good teammate. Uh, but he's not. He's a, he's a great teammate. Uh, he's a great kid in the classroom. Takes care of his business. And, uh, you know, we're fortunate to have him on our team. And Grant has drawn some interest from pretty quality mid-major colleges. But he actually wore a Belmont shirt to the post-game press conference on Saturday. It looked brand new, still had all the size stickers on it. Do you expect him to begin to draw more serious D1 interest soon, given how he played this year? I certainly do. I, I think he will. He's, um, you know, he, he's worked on his game and he's improved. And, and being able to play in that spotlight there, so to speak, in the state tournament, I think is really going to help him a lot. Uh, he's going to pick up and play AAU with somebody this summer. Not exactly sure who yet, but um, you know he, he's going to have some some pretty good D1 offers going into his senior year. I feel like as good as Grant was, there were some other guys that really stepped up for you in that championship game. The biggest one had to be Gunner Stilk. He he delivered 19 points. He's the only senior on the team, a leader for you guys on on both ends of the floor. How important was it that he was able to step up and deliver when it mattered most like that? Well, it's what you expect out of your seniors. Um, Gunner being the lone senior this year, uh, he had to carry that load by himself, and and I could see that uh, progression as the season went along. That's something that Gunner got better at was being a leader and being a vocal guy on the floor and and distributing information out that I couldn't get out from the sideline. And um, you know, every coach uh, you need a coach on the floor, and that's what Gunner that's what Gunner turned into as the season went along. And you know, he's always been a defensive stopper. He's always been our, our go-to guy on defense, but for him to perform like he did in the state tournament, you know, was something that uh, just, you know, again, that's that's what you hope your seniors will do. So, uh, so Gunner, hats off to him. He uh, well deserved a uh, way to go out for him. And Clay County had one of the strongest fan sections, it seemed like, of all the teams at the boys' state tournament. And you mentioned too that uh, plenty of people have congratulated you over the last week. What's the support been like for your team? there locally in your community this year? Well, Russ, not, not only this year, but every year. You know, I mean, we've, we've had great community support. Um, you know, we're a small town, and our businesses here support us well, as, as well as uh, as well as people come to the home games and travel. We probably have, uh, I would say, 75% of our away games, we have as many fans there as the home team. Uh, it's just a great place to coach basketball. It's a great place to live, and, uh, you know, I, I'm fortunate to have have ended up here 21 years ago. And as somebody that lives in Nashville, I'm pretty fascinated just by the quality of the uh, the basketball there in the Upper Cumberland area. Um, the area was well represented at the state tournaments last week, um, and really the week before too with the girls tournament. Macon County won the Double A girls tournament. Of course, you guys won the boys single A title. Can you just describe the level of basketball that's played in the Upper Cumberland? Um, you know, the, the communities in the Upper Cumberland take a lot of pride in their in their student athletes and and. Yeah, they, they work really hard. These, these kids work really hard to, to represent their schools and their communities. And, you know, there's a lot of great coaches in Upper Cumberland that, uh, that do a great job. And, you know, it's just a, it, it's a fun, competitive place to coach. Uh, every night is going to be a battle, you know, and I think it prepares 
upper Cumberland teams facing one another all year long prepares us for that stretch uh, in the postseason. Is there any rhyme or reason to why it's that way? Like, why is why is basketball so important to that area of the state? Well, honestly, there, there's you know, in, in towns like ours, there, there's not a whole lot of other things to do on Tuesday and Friday nights. Right. So uh, I think uh, I think uh, that is is a big part of the reason, and I think there's a lot to do with tradition. Uh, at least in our community, you know, back in the the 80s and 90s, uh, uh, Salina High School, which is what we were before uh, before we built the new school and became Clay County. Uh, was a uh, well-known across the state as, as a basketball uh, school, basketball powerhouse, and, and in the state tournament there, uh, often through the mid-'80s. And, um, you know, I, I just think a lot of it is tradition. And speaking of that tradition, I know you said you've been there for two decades, and um, you mentioned on Saturday that your first season there at Clay County was only four wins. Salina High School and then eventually Clay County has a good tradition in basketball, but just to take something from four wins like that to now a state champion, how does that make you feel when you look back on it? Well, I, I wish I could have done it a lot quicker, you know, maybe, maybe some guys could have done it in 10 years, it took me 20, but uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it, it, like I said earlier, I've, I've been very fortunate uh, to have landed here 21 years ago, and, and uh, this community's embraced me, and, and we've had great administration through the years who've supported athletics, and, um, you know, it, it's uh, it, it's been quite a ride for myself as well, and, and uh, you know, I've, I've loved every minute of it. And after the grind of this season, I mean, are you going to take some time off? Do you have any vacations planned or anything like that uh, in the coming weeks? Uh, I, I do. Right now we're, uh, we're going to do a, a little community celebration Saturday uh, uh, here at the high school gym for the, for the kids and the community. And uh, once that's over, we're on spring break next week. So my wife and I have been talking about just, uh, just getting in the vehicle and take off driving somewhere. We don't necessarily have anything planned, but uh, we're, uh, we're, I'm definitely going to take a few days uh, to just reflect and, and enjoy uh, basking in the glory, I guess you would say. Certainly, yeah. You, especially just how hard it was to, to do this. You might as well enjoy it as long as you can. And certainly want to let you enjoy that. But at the same time, um, I'm sure everybody's also excited just in general about next season too, given that you're basically going to have this same team back. Everybody besides Gunnar Silk, of course, will return. Grant Strong will be back for his senior year. What's it like knowing that you've got all those guys coming back? Well, it, it's, uh, you know, it makes my job easier but at the same time makes it a little tougher as well easier in the fact that these guys all know what we do uh, and they all know the expectations of, of from me and from our coaching staff and, and from our community but uh, you know at the same time makes it a little tougher because we're gonna we're gonna face some opponents who, uh, who are gonna guard us a little bit better so we're gonna we're gonna have to uh, come up with some schemes some different things that we can uh, that we can do to to get Grant the ball and, uh, and just some things that, you know, we'll be able to, to work on once the season starts or maybe during the summer, you know, hopefully we get to go to camps this summer. We weren't able to do that last year, but uh, during the summer in particular. And we've got to find a guy that's going to be uh, going to be the next Gunner Silk. You know, that's, those are big shoes to fill. And But I have some young guys who are, who are willing to step up and, and jump in there, I believe, and uh, looking forward to the, to the challenge. Seems like it's just as hard, if not – quite a bit harder to win it again for a second year like you said a lot of teams are going to be um, coming for you next year so I mean how do you approach that and try to keep the team focused when you know you're going to be getting probably everybody's best shot if you weren't already well we'll approach it like we did this season you know last year we qualified for the state tournament didn't get to play and really felt that we had a good chance to win it last year uh, the way the draw fell um, and so next year we're going to go into it with the same mentality you know just 21st or whenever the first game is, that's the one we're going to worry about in November. And then when the 
postseason gets here, we'll start focusing on those those games and just one game at a time and try to get a little better in practice every day and and uh, just stay grounded and uh, you know not uh, not look too far ahead. Well, Coach, congratulations once again. Hope you guys get great weather for that celebration on Saturday. And I believe that's all I've got, unless there's anything else you wanted to add. I know. I, I just appreciate the uh, the opportunity that, that we got. I appreciate TWSAA and, and Murphy's, Murphy's MTSU being able to, to work it out where we got to play this year. You know, and, uh, you know, appreciate all you guys in the media with the coverage that you guys do and do such a good job. I actually went back and listened to a few of your, your old podcasts before we did this interview. So uh, so you do a great job as well. So uh, we appreciate uh, we appreciate the work you guys do. I really appreciate that, Coach Edwards. And well said, definitely glad we were able to get basketball season in. And um, hopefully the same can be said for spring sports. And maybe next year we can get back to a little bit of normalcy. Hope so, hope so. Well, that's been Clay County Coach Rob Edwards. We really appreciate him joining the Main Street Preps podcast today. And with that, basketball season is just about a wrap. The Basketball Coaches Association of Tennessee is hosting its annual all-star event at Blackman High School this Saturday. Four boys teams and four girls teams will battle it out in a tournament-style format. And after all of the state champions have been decided over the last three weeks, this is the absolute last weekend of high school basketball in Tennessee. There will be Middle Tennessee players represented on three of the eight teams, including two girls teams and one boys team. The Middle Tennessee North girls team is made up of Gracie Dodgen from White County, Jalen Gregory from Macon County, Haley Johnson from York Institute, Addie Grace Porter from Lebanon, Sydney Richito from Greenhill, Anna Monahan from Bradley Central, Cassie Monday from Clark Range, Kaylee Monday from Clark Range, Jeremiah Montgomery from Gallatin, Bella Vincent from Coffee County, and that team will be coached by Joe Pat Cope from Coffee County and Michael Dodgen from White County. The Middle Tennessee South girls team is made up of Tori Brooks from Upperman, Lachey Dwyer from Webb School, Reagan Hurst from Upperman, Jesse Jennings from Richland, Jayla Lee from Brentwood Academy, Ayanna Moore from Blackman, Delaney No from Summit, Amelia Osgood from Brentwood, Victoria Page from Blackman, Zanaria Robinson from Fayetteville, and Zordon Shannon from Stewart's Creek. That team will be coached by Dana McWilliams of Upperman and John Wilde from Summit. And finally, the Middle Tennessee boys team is made up of Riggs Abner from Green Hill, Raymond Adams from Lipscomb Academy, Isaiah Ferrier from Northeast, Reed Kemp from Franklin, Jalen Pegas from Hillsborough, Caleb Powell from Beach, Grant Slatton from White County, Matthew Schneider from Siegel, PJ Smith from Goodpasture, D. Spates from Warren County, Sam Speck from Pope John Paul II, Dante Stringer from Blackman, Zion Swader from Siegel, Miles Versa from NBA, John Windley from Brentwood, Braden Zapp from CPA. That team will be coached by Troy Allen of Green Hill and Jeremy Moore from Centennial. And that will do it for today's episode. Thanks again for tuning in. And be sure to check out MainStreetPreps.com throughout the week for coverage of high school sports across the mid-state. We'll see you back here next time on the Main Street Preps Podcast.